Hey, it's David Radney, your host of Scotch and Scripts. Thank you for joining me for episode two of my agent interview series. Today, I will be interviewing Teresa Carlomagno, and she is the singing realtor. If you want to find out what that means, stay tuned. At the end, she's going to bless us with her gift. Teresa, hey, thank you so much for joining the second episode of Scotch and Scripts. Cheers to you. Cheers. I'm of course, drinking on my end. Um, I'm so happy to have you. I've always wanted to sit down with you and have an in-depth conversation about you and your career in real estate. And so I have a list of questions that I actually wrote down that I'd love to cover with you. Uh, first of all, Teresa, tell me the proper way to pronounce your last name. Proper what? Carlomagno. <laughs> One more time. Carlomagno. It's actually Carlomagno. translating. Yeah, to Charles the Great. Charlemagne. I love it. <laughs> Charlemagne. Okay. I follow a guy. Do you know Charlemagne the God? I've heard of him. Yeah. Okay. I listen to his radio show. Fair enough. Okay. So how long have you been in the real estate business? So I got my license in 2017. So oh, okay. I'm like two and a half years. Yeah. Okay. And what got you into the industry? Mm, good question. So my father and I had always been into real estate. We have a property in town, et cetera. Okay. And it was always a means for us building our, you know, financial independence. And for me, it just, I was always a people person. Okay. So the natural fit, you know, I'll go out there and sell other people's houses and we'll all help each other, you know, get to that point of financial freedom and independence. I love that. So, not so far. <laughs> You know, you just said something I find very interesting that you've always been a people person and yeah. it always surprises me when I meet real estate agents who don't like working with people. Mm. And I don't think they really understand that this is a people business and we have to be comfortable talking to people, having difficult conversations with people and putting ourselves out there and not being a secret agent, but letting people know who we are and what we do. Right, taking pride in that, not trying yeah. to hide behind a wall. Oh, yeah, I am a real estate agent. <laughs> gotcha. I understand that. Yeah. Speaking on having pride, I mean, you, you should be really proud of yourself. You've been doing really well with your business this year. Um, starting out, what were some of the biggest challenges for you in the industry? Mm. So I think more than anything, it was my own personal mindset. Okay. You drunk um, monkey? <laughs> yes. Yes, your Keller Williams term for self-doubt, yeah. Mm -hmm. For me, it was just the age. I didn't think people would take me seriously, one. Okay. Two, I've always been raised to believe, yeah, you put in the hard work, and there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Okay. But so many people get stuck in the middle of that tunnel and never see that light. Gotcha. And so I was just, like, convincing myself and other people in my life, too, you know, mm -hmm. That helped me with the scripts. Okay. Then hey, there's a light there. Just keep walking. Just keep walking. So you felt because of your age, people may not give you an opportunity. Uh, what was the truth though? Once you got out there and started working, how did people receive you? Yeah. So the truth was, I had to learn to be comfortable in my own skin. That was okay. first and foremost. Mm -hmm. And once I came to the realization that, yeah, you know, at that time I was 19. Yeah, I'm 19. And people associate a 90 year old with immaturity, mm -hmm. but I'm going to be the exception and I'm going to show them how wonderful it is to work with me because okay. I don't have other obligations that people do. This is my passion and I'm technologically savvy. So right. you should be honored. For
Um, sure. So when, when you start off your, your day, Teresa, um, what are some of the most important activities on your calendar when you start your day? Hmm. Well, that's an excellent question for more than one reason. Okay. I would say the most important real estate activities are the income producing ones, right? The ones where we sit down, block that time, and call the people that we need to be reaching out to. Okay. Call and email, text, et cetera. Some method of contact. Okay. Real estate. What I think is so undervalued in this real estate industry, and definitely the mindset it is kind of shifting, is the personal growth. Okay. In the beginning, I was so focused on just getting the numbers and the scripts and all of the exterior things that I didn't focus on the interior. I understand. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to expound more on that, we can. I actually was going to say, can you speak a little bit more about that? Absolutely. Yeah. So for me, it was the idea that I had to just be so productive. And I found that I left no time for myself. So the things I loved doing, yes. you know, whether that was just sitting down and playing the Moonlight Sonata, right. it wasn't making me money, so I just let it go by the wayside. Of course. Or cooking a meal, you know, for the family, which I, I love, you know, creating things. And when I finally realized that's what I need to be doing to feel fulfilled, mm -hmm. that's when the business started to really take off. I love that. I love that. So, you know, our schedule is so important and you and I have had this conversation before. I believe that when you're creating your calendar for the year, mm -hmm. put in your family activities first, what's important to you first. And then you add in all the conferences that are important, things that you want to go to education-wise to help you become a better agent and develop yourself. And then you build your business around that when you lead generate, when you go on appointments, when you hold open houses, et cetera. And so if I looked at your schedule today and I had you open up your calendar and show me your schedule, would I see your personal life planned out? Would I see cooking dinners and sitting down and playing music and singing on your calendar? For sure, yeah. So I have this great planner. It's about yay high. Okay. And it allows you to schedule everything in 15 minute increments. Awesome. Now I'm a human and I don't always stick with those 15 minute increments, but what yeah. helps is like the little reminder on the phone. Of course. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, next task. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That, that is helpful. And so, you know, Pareto's rule, um, the 80-20 rule. What's your top 20%? What are you doing every day in your top 20% when it comes to real estate to help right. you grow your business? What are, what okay. are you doing? So that's reaching out to expireds first thing in the morning. Okay. All right, the for sale by owners as well. Okay. If, you know, if, if I need a bulk of leads. Okay. And it's also getting out into the community, which I think is so undervalued and understressed and only really the top producers understand yes. this, the importance of this. It's, I'm gonna use something I heard a mortgage broker say to me. Tell it's me. more about visibility okay. or ability. And he's like, Teresa, you're strengthening your skills. You got all this polish, da, 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 but do you have anybody to present it to? And that really made a bell ring in my head. Absolutely, like, it does. Yeah. Wow. So it's interesting. It's about visibility, not ability. And one thing I think of when I think of you, I mean, your hashtag is the singing realtor. <laughs> and for those of you guys who don't know, we have an opera singer here in our presence, and your voice 
when I heard you sing, what, two weeks ago, a week and a half ago, it was the first time I literally had chills. <laughs> that your, means your voice is amazing, and I'm hoping later on today you'll bless us with a song. Of course. Um, however, what I will tell you is that I follow a guy named Gary Vanderchuk, and I'm, I'm constantly bringing his name up because what he's talking about in our business is so relevant. He talks about being the digital mayor of the towns that we live in mm. and going out every day and meeting business owners, yep. meeting principals and teachers at the school, meeting people who live there. And with your voice, I just, I just wonder, would you just go and sing a song in front of every store and mm -hmm. go in and meet the owners and really create visibility for your business and help you grow? Mm. Well, that's definitely taken it to the next level. Uh, so what I do now, currently yeah. every Friday, I go and I see a new local business and I put a post out about it. Yeah, I introduce myself. But you know what? I kind of like that creative edge and flair just to get that Absolutely. there. I like that suggestion, David. And you do it once every Friday. Do you feel like that's one, enough time or do you feel like you should be doing it more? I definitely could be doing it more. I mean, it's, you know, it's only going to help the business. It's not going to hinder it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And your voice is so amazing. Once people get out there and you post where you're going to be, I think you'll have crowds showing up just to hear you sing. It'll be quite a reception <laughs> that you get once you start doing that. Mm. So let me ask you a question. What, um, what is the biggest strength for you when it comes to the real estate? What's your biggest strength? Biggest strength is my positive attitude. Awesome. To know that when I go to sleep at night, the next day could be entirely different okay. and it's all up to me. To That's right. Okay. How do you, how do you work on your, your, your attitude and your optimism? Is there anything you do? Do you journal? Do you read affirmations? How do you work yeah, on it? No, I, I definitely appreciate you asking that question. For me, it's so important what I feed my mind. So the first thing I really realized I needed to do was cut out TV. Mm. I disconnected it. Like it's, it's a non-existent thing in our house. Wow. Now. Okay. And then I really started reading. Because, okay. uh, I liken the mind to a garden. Mm -hmm. you don't plant the right flowers and you don't water them. What's going to show up? Gotcha. Weeds, right? Right. So we wanted to make sure the weeds didn't exist. Of course. And put in the good things that fueled that positive mindset it's also the music i listen to as well okay and what type of music is that it's mostly classical music um okay. actually studies show can't recall off the top of my head which it is okay. that when you expose an infant to the harmonic intricacies in okay. classical music okay. that their brains form and become much more mature at an earlier stage in life and it also calms the neurosis that can get into our minds from time to time. Gotcha. Just balancing that okay. pulsation. Mm -hmm. That's good to know. Yeah. All right. So thinking about your real estate business, what's your biggest opportunity for growth? Mm. Biggest opportunity for growth. Definitely getting the name out there. Not being a secret agent, but more than that, right? More than that, it's that self value to know that I can be the best. I really can because yes. life is an ebb and flow. The top producers that are here today, mm -hmm. we don't know how long, you know, it's going to take for that to 
change that trend. So yeah. I always say, as long as I provide the best value to my clients and the best service I possibly can, I'm doing my job. And if I'm going to get to the top. That's how I'm going to do it. I think you're absolutely right. And listen, you know, the top producers, I remember um, I was living in was it Austin or I was living in Dallas. Dallas. Okay. And I went up for a listing appointment. It was an expired. I knocked on their door and they invited me back for an interview. They mentioned to me that they were interviewing the top agent, not only in that development, but in the city. It was the top agent. Wow. So automatically my drunk monkey started kicking in. There's no way I can you know, compete with this top producer. This person sells more homes. They've been in the business for 25 years. I'm brand new. No one knows me. And I had all this negative thoughts. However, I said, what's the worst that can happen? I already don't have the listing, so I may as well go and do the best that I can do. Mm -hmm. and so I went and I presented. I felt like I did an okay job. However, this top agent was coming in behind me, so I had to wait until they interviewed that top agent. I got a call, and they decided to list their home with me. And here's <laughs> why. Well, it was, and it was a huge listing, too, yeah. 100%. This top agent was so disrespectful. He was so cocky because he was number one and he had sold so many homes in the area. He started answering his phone in the middle of the listing presentation. And they, that just completely turned them off. Of and so, you know, I look at top agents differently after that experience because you never know how people view them and what their reputation is. And as long as you go in and do your best, you will continue to grow and people will get to know your name and they'll get to see your results and they will want to work with a singing realtor. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So speaking of working with you, what's your USP? What's your unique selling proposition? If a seller said to you, Teresa, I'm thinking of working with you, you know, why should I hire you for the job of selling my home? What would your USP be? For sure. And I'm happy to share that with you. So okay. the model that my business is founded upon, Okay. life is founded on is communication. Mm -hmm. So I call myself the singing realtor. Song is a form of communication. Very right? true. So for you, Mr. Seller, what that means is my responsiveness and my ability to inform you throughout the whole process, what's going to be going on and be that center point is going to be invaluable. Mm -hmm. Okay. When you call me, I'm there. Okay. And when the agents want to see the house, there's not going to be this back and forth. There's going to be constant understanding of what's going on. And even when there is a little hiccup, because anybody who tells you that it's going to be perfect is lying. Right. Even when there's a little hiccup, we get through it together because of that effective communication. I love that. Yeah. And how do sellers respond to that? Do they get it? Do they understand what Sometimes, you're saying? Sometimes, I mean, I don't work with everybody, David. You know, the clients that I work with love me and I, I appreciate them because we get each other, you know, and there's that synchronicity. Um, the ones who understand that I work with, the ones who don't, don't see the value. I love you for saying that because yeah. guess what? We shouldn't be working with everyone. If they don't operate the way you operate, exactly. if they don't want to price their home where it will sell, if they don't want to pay you what you're worth, if they're just not a good person, you don't have to work with them and you can choose who you work with. Yeah, because look at that. That transaction is going to be absolutely miserable. I absolutely. mean, if you get your commission, like I can't tell you. I had a good friend the other day say, oh, I just closed on the house. Right. And 
I was like, why aren't you smiling? <laughs> and it's like, because it was a miserable process. I worked with the woman for a whole year. Mm -hmm. She disrespected me. There were oh. things done wrong. And yeah, I don't want to be in that position. I want to choose right. my clients. That's right. And here's a good thing. Just like we can be fired, we can also fire our clients. So if we get to a point where we feel the relationship's not working, we can always fire them as well. That's a hard thing to do because you made the initial decision to work with them in the first place. Yes, yes. However, you know, if it's getting to a point where they're being disrespectful and it's just not working, I, you're better to walk away than just to be miserable. Yeah. I'd rather see you, you have those standards in your business. I have those standards in mine and I'd love everyone to have those same standards in their business as well. For sure. So one big thing with us being able to walk away from business is having a pipeline that's filled. If mm -hmm. we have listings, if we have new listings that are coming on, then we don't feel that pressure to take listings that, that we probably shouldn't be taking. Mm. And so with that being said, um, what's your goal as far as listings taken that you want to take every month? Do you have a number set up? Are you hitting that number? Yeah, I mean, I think there's always room for improvement, right? right. I mean, as humans. So the initial goal was just one listing a month, and I've been hitting that, you know. Uh, so now it's definitely just about filling that pipeline because I'm going to divert off the subject for a second, but I think it's important. Please. Yes, please. So often we get so caught up with the business that we have that we forget three months from now, I'm, mm. I'm going to be closing all these units and I'm not going to have anything. I'm going to be yes. back to square one. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's just keeping that a priority. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think you're really smart for that. And especially during this time of year, we know at the end of June until really September, a lot of agents are taking that time off. They're on vacation, they're down the shore, they're with their family. And we also know that like right after Halloween, all the way through the first of the year, everybody's ghosted, no one's around and working. And so when we spend those key times on the phone, we are building up our pipeline. We're keeping people around us who are looking to sell this month next month exactly. three months. yeah top of mind that's that's what it is i love it i love that you're doing that tell me one thing that you did not know when you started real estate that you wish you had known <laughs> there's a lot of things i did not know it's, uh, it's one thing to hear somebody tell you something but it's another to live it yourself okay give me a second on this one i did not know the changeability of human nature. Hmm. I did not know okay. that somebody could really appreciate you on the outside, offer words of how wonderful you are, but when it comes to a financial decision, okay. they don't even understand themselves. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a tough one. Yeah. And so are you speaking of, you know, having maybe met with the seller and you feel like you have good rapport with that seller and they're saying all these complimentary things to you. And however, when it's time for them to make a decision, they go a different route. Is that what you're referring to? Cause that's yeah, sure. I mean, that's just one manifestation, Absolutely. right? I mean, it, I'm even seeing it in like divorce situations where, you know, these people are just great to each other, you know, they've been married for 20 years and now it comes down to the money. You know, so I, yeah. I hope, yeah, I mean, I hope through my communication and, and my ability with interacting with other humans, right? some people will be able to see above that. 
okay. just a little bit more human. <laughs> All right. So you have been in the business for two years, a little over two years, correct? Yeah. So first and foremost, congratulations to you because I'm sure you're aware of this, over 87% of new agents don't make it past two years in the business. So yeah. you've, already, you've already surpassed yeah, that hurdle. <laughs> congratulations on that. What advice would you give to a new agent that would set them up for success in this business? If they were coming in and you didn't want them to be one of the 87% that didn't make it, what would you tell them to do? Really know why they're in the business. Ooh, big why. Yeah, it's the big why you always talk about. Yeah. But it's, it's crucial whether you're in real estate, whatever profession you're in. Yeah. Humans need a purpose. We need a purpose. purpose. We need a purpose. If mm -hmm. we're just going through the day blindly, floating along, yeah. they need a purpose. I understand that. Would you be open to sharing your big why? Yeah, I mean, the big why shifts and changes, and okay. I think people need to be okay with that. Yeah, absolutely. As you grow as an individual, you're gonna want different things, and you're That's gonna good. want to different things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So from the foundation, it was always about financial freedom. Okay. For me, I saw my father in the lawnmower shop. For those of you who don't know my background, mm -hmm. and I just I see how hard he's worked. And I see how much effort he's put in for so little return. And I just want to be the one who changes that, who gives that Carlo Magno name the, the right prestige, I suppose. Okay. Okay. I love that. And that's, that's emotion. When you say that, I can feel the emotion behind you saying that. Yeah. Have, it's, what's the saying? Logic makes you think. Emotion mm. makes you act. Mm. Have emotion behind your big why. So I know you'll hit that goal. And I've, I've seen you work, I've seen you present, you've done your listing presentation with me. I think you're a rock star, and it's just a matter of you taking the time to continue to build your business, right? Mm -hmm. Compound effects, you know, right. small daily disciplines. Time yeah. will pass. So again, this podcast is called Scotch and Scripts. My scotch is almost gone. <laughs> I have some scripting questions for you. What's the best way to learn scripts, in your opinion, and the listing presentation? Ah, best way. So I think it seems overwhelming for anybody who's never attempted it before. Okay. I would say chunking. That's probably the most important. Okay. This mm -hmm. takes oh, one to four. Memorize that. Yes. Through. And then once you have it all together, kind of formulated. Yes. Run it with people you feel comfortable with. Okay. People aren't going to judge you. Aren't people who have been through the experience themselves, which is okay. why it's so invaluable to have coaches and script partners because they're in the same boat. You know? Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. How often do you practice your listening presentation? I know I'm putting you on the spot here, but no, how no, I appreciate you putting me on the spot. That's how we grow. Ugh. Well, I kind of came away from it since I've been actively prospecting and keeping things up to date, which okay. is uh, once a week, really, and it definitely needs to be looked at much more. Much okay. And so what's keeping you from doing it more than once a week? Is I love it on your calendar? <laughs> calendar for more than once a week? Yeah, it's not on the calendar for more than once a week. That's okay. That's part of the thing. I think um, it's also a thing of mine, like when I deal with different individual personalities. Right. Sometimes they don't respond as well to 
something that's kind of canned and scripted. And of course. I internalized it to a certain point. Okay. So much so that I can take it and shift it enough with the individual I'm working with. Okay. I like but that. It's always good to go back to square one, to the basics. Well, here's the thing I realized with my business. When I knew my listing presentation, you know, soup to nuts, and I would go in and present, I got the listing. And then I started getting cocky. Hey, I know this. I don't need to practice it. I got it. And then I started going on listing presentations and I didn't get the listing. And if I was being honest with myself and I review the conversation I had with the seller, I was so off script. Mm. And so I had to go back to the basics and get back on script. And when I started doing that, my conversion rate increased. And so the message is always stick with the script always practice the listing presentation script. And in this market, as we go through a shift, I think what's really important is the pricing conversation. I think that's gonna be a very difficult conversation moving forward with sellers. Sure. You know, less about our commission and what we get charged, more about getting them to price the property correctly in the shifting market so it will sell. And so uh, my little nugget to you would be make sure when you are role playing that running comps and having conversation about price really drill down hard on that. That will help you out tremendously. Yeah, yeah. I would agree with that. Thank you for that, yeah. No, no, absolutely. And so is there a question that I should be asking you that I am not asking you that you can think of? <laughs> That's what I always say to my clients. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm using scripts on you. Uh, in what realm? Uh, within this real estate business. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you asked me where I see the business going or what value, you know, we can provide through this interview. You know, I, I would like to know where you see this business going. You saw the news recently that Purple Bricks is now closing down and going out of business. I absolutely did. That's like toxins all over again. Exactly. Where do you see this business going as everybody is on their phones more and is more tech, tech, technology driven? Where do you think this business is going? I love that question. I can really speak to it. Okay. So I definitely, growing up as a millennial, yes. that there has been a shift in the way that people communicate. Okay. And it's got to such a point that they've isolated themselves. That there's more choices now than ever before. Okay. They feel trapped because they don't have that connection. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. I'm going to reference uh, Andy Griffith's show, Mayberry. There's no Mayberries anymore. All There's right. a loss of that community feel. So circling to this purple bricks and Zillow and all these technological things that promise the moon, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, there's an ebb and flow, right? And what goes up is gonna come down. And at the end, it's always about human connection. Okay. That's what I firmly believe. And I have lived this, you know, when I sing to people, it breaks through that icy cold exterior. That's right. And I see the human, I That's see right. the humanity and the tears when that well up in their eyes. And that's a beautiful thing. And I think we could all do with more of that. I completely agree with you on that. You're building your brand. People have so many choices. Why should they choose you? Why should they work with you? How do they connect with you? It's so important. And that's something that we, we need to focus on. And that's another reason we need to be able to deal with people because mm -hmm. this is a people business. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All day, every day. So um, 
I wanted to leave you with the opportunity to ask a question that I will pose on the next interview. I'm not sure who I'm going to be interviewing, but if you um, could give me a question that I could pose to them, I would appreciate that. Ooh, I hadn't prepared for this. Um, I know, I know. <laughs> question to pose to the next person. Mm -hmm. And it could be about real estate or their personal life. It can be any question but I'd love to hear something that you may come up with on the spot. I know I'm putting you on the spot here. What do you want your ultimate contribution to society to be? What do you want people saying at your eulogy? Wow. I love that question. Yeah. All right. Thank you for that. And before we go, you promised that you might bless us with a little song. <laughs> Sing this out right. of this uh, interview. In the spirit so. of adversity, I don't have any accompaniment. Um, I didn't pull up, right. but I'm just going to do acapella. So there's a song in Carousel. It's a Broadway show. Okay. And the woman is talking about adversity and walking through a storm. It says, walk on, walk on with hope in your heart, though your dreams be tossed and blown. Walk okay. on and you'll never be alone. Love it. And that is just so comforting. So I'm going to sing that and let okay. people know on it. <laughs> Ready for my chills. <laughs> <laughs> when you walk through a storm, the chills oh my god thank you so much what what a talent what a talent i i i'm blessed to even know you my good thank you uh, you've been instrumental <laughs> wow thank you thank you i almost brought tears <laughs> perfect time to shut down the podcast thanks again and I will be in touch with you. I appreciate your time today. And thanks for everything you shared. Of course. Likewise, David. All right. You have a good day.
Bye-bye.